Hello, welcome to Life with a Twist podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that takes a raw and unfiltered look at life, then you've come to the right place. So grab a drink and get ready to laugh with us and at us and our invited guests at all the twist life gives. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Life with a Twist. We have our dear friend Mel back with us, hashtag drinks at Mel's. And this is going to be a very fun drink. Reba was ordering, placing an order recently for some liquors to be delivered and didn't pay attention to the ounces and ordered the largest container of, was it Smirnoff watermelon vodka that has ever been known to man. It's huge. And I don't think that was her intention. So out of this little whoopsie, we got to figure out some things because we're not big, sweet people. Um, out of this little whoopsie, we um, decided to try to kind of come up with a um, Life with a Twist signature drink. And Mel was a great person to talk to and get, you know, her take on this. And wait, you want to explain what we did? This lovely, lovely oops was comprised of two and a half shots of regular vodka, two and a half shots of oopsie watermelon vodka, um, two and a half shots of lime juice and one and a half shots of simple syrup. What we did first and foremost is muddled mint in the base of the shaker so that you have the crushed mint leaves give it another dimension of flavor. Pour all of your ingredients in and shake it like a Polaroid picture. And then you have a dynamic oops. So because of this oops, um, and that's kind of what we talk about all the time on Life with a Twist is all the crazy things that happen to us. We decided to name this oops the Life with a Twist signature drink, the watermelon gimlet. And I was so impressed with I thought it was going to be too sweet for me, but I think with the mint and the lime juice, it's like just a perfect balance of sweet with a little bit of tart. Yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. It's not as watermelony as I thought it would be, but I have to keep the bottle put up. Otherwise this happens. <laughs> and it's stuck in my head. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Well, it would have been nice if you kept it to yourself. <laughs> So now, no. so now we're all going to sing it the rest of the day. Yeah. Everyone's singing it. And you're welcome. You guys, <laughs> yeah. can, you guys can sing it too. So good. I feel like that was an assault. <laughs> she got us. She set us up right there. Saboteur. She'll be dancing in the kitchen later right. tonight at midnight doing all the dishes your husband didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Although I got so mad at him recently for doing that to me. I think I might have come up to visit you and I came home to like mountains of like dirty dishes and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, man, anytime I go play, I pay. I spend a day like undoing everything that they've done. So maybe I scared him enough that he's not going to do that. Do that yeah. Again. Yeah. I know Bree and Nelson make the mad dash. Like, like hurry, mom's coming. Nelson's tracking me all the way home on our like family app. <laughs> okay, it's go time. I love it. I love it. Well, Mel, you did an amazing job with this um, watermelon vodka. Thank you so much for doing that. So on our episode today, we're going to transition straight from drinks with Mel into our I'm drunk and old episode. And uh, she's going to stay with us and have a lovely time telling on ourselves. So this should be interesting. A lot of my I'm drunk and old happen with you. So this is very appropriate. I'm sorry that that's, um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess really if we're saying it, we're at least doing it together. Right. I mean, 
There is definitely oh. misery loves company. Exactly. I love how easily y'all are admitting you're old. Oh, oh, I shoot. My body, my body told me I was old many years ago, well before I hit 40. So yeah, true. So, Timmy asked me a couple of weeks ago, he's like, mom, do you feel like you're old? And I go in my mind, no, but in my body, yes. Right. When I go, look what I can do <laughs> and I can't do it, <laughs> which sometimes is just stepping up on the curve. Oh, for sure. Sometimes. Yeah. Or like rolling over in bed. Why is that painful? <laughs> like, why does it hurt? <laughs> just not nice. Oh. Well, do you want me to go ahead and share my twisted moment? This is going to be of it. Okay. Yes. So I checked with my dear friend to see if I could like share this story. Um, this has to be one of my most embarrassing, like I want to curl up and die right now kind of moments. Like I felt I was just embarrassed with myself. It's been quite a few years and my, uh, husband's business partner and his wife are wonderful friends of ours. We've been friends for a very long time now and have a mutual love and admiration for each other. We had gone out to dinner and it was, I think it was after Christmas. So it was kind of our um, holiday celebration. And it wasn't a big group. Their company was still pretty small. And so it was a small group of us. And we went to a very nice restaurant in Houston. Uh, we went down to Mastro's and, uh, you know, just kids shouldn't take me to nice places is, <laughs> is the main point here. You know, I was trying to be cool and got dressed up and all those things. And we're all sitting together and laughing and joking. Well, I'm sitting next to my dear, sweet friend, Ashley, and um, we're talking and I'd already had a few cocktails at this point and everybody had a glass of red wine to enjoy with their steaks. And as I'm talking, I talk with my hands a lot as I'm doing right now. And I, as I'm talking and laughing and stuff, my hand moves and just lays a entire full glass of red wine down on the table, but it went down onto the floor where my sweet friend Ashley's very expensive Birkin bag was sitting. She, it was brand new. She had just gotten it. Her husband had gone through all sorts of trouble trying to find this specific purse. They like had a purse guy who found it. And I mean, I think this thing is like $40,000 easy. My stupid self was like a magnet to it apparently. And it's like, Oh, that costs a lot. Let me ruin it for you. Oh my God. So it's white $40,000. Yes. Like, could it, could it be any worse? Like, why couldn't it be like black? No, oh, no. My God. Was it unzipped? It, yeah, it was oh. open. So oh, open. Yeah. yeah. So I knocked the red wine down onto the purse. At, you know, I'm a embarrassed. I spilled the wine, and but then I realized it hit the purse, went into the purse. So not only the outside of the purse, but the inside lining of the purse, which is white. Um, she it had like the sweetest. This is when I knew like she's a good person. Her first reaction was, "Please don't stress." don't fret. Like it's not a big deal. And I'm like, yes, it is. My purse is from target. Ah, it has spit up on it and Cheetos inside of it. That's not a big deal. This is a big deal. Like I just, but yeah. So she kindly tended to me first and then she grabs the purse and goes to the bathroom and then all sorts of commotion happens. Like the wait staff was rushing around getting her rags and cleaning products and the manager came in trying to you know in like, the bathroom yes Holy yes cow. trying to help the situation obviously all of them knew you know that this was where a, were you were you in the bathroom with them I, I did I okay, went in there the uh-huh and I was crying you know oh, I was oh just God. like so embarrassed and um you know of course she's sweet as can be and wanted to make sure I was okay and not upset 
And she kept saying, I'm not upset with you. I'm not upset. Um, but it pretty much ruined the entire evening because she sneaks off to head home with this purse to, to go home and try to like clean it and tend to it or whatever. So, and then I just was like so embarrassed and mortified. And I was like, well, we're going to have to empty our savings to buy her a new purse. So uh, she went home and used, I don't know what products on it and got it clean or whatever, but, um, and what's even better is she's still friends with me. That is amazing. I know that's pretty awesome. Let me share a little bit about Ashley real quick. Um, So Ashley is a psychiatrist here in Houston. She's over in the Memorial area and um, she has an amazing practice. All of you guys need to check out www.aura a-U-R-A-M-D.com. Not only is she an amazing psychiatrist with um, a, an amazing staff, but she also has um, a body and health side to her business. So they do a lot of weight loss and they just, they're, they're awesome. A lot of um, vitamin injections and things like that. So check them out and um, tell her, you know, her friend who has uh Who's very awkward. Who's a Birkin bag destroyer. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure my, my face is like hanging up at that restaurant somewhere. Let me ask you this. Two questions. Uh, first question. Um, whenever I get into a situation like that, where I've like damaged someone's property, no matter how big or small, I go through like phases of emotions. Oh yeah. First is the body burns <laughs> from the shock and horror. <laughs> like, it's just like your uh, whole body burns. Yeah. Then I go into, I have shakes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I'm making things worse because right. I'm shaking Add so Adding a bad. little like sweat. <laughs> Stress sweat. <laughs> sweat. Um, did your body go through all those phases? Um, for months. For months. Yep. So that leads to my second question. Did you have to seek therapy from um, Ashley? I, you know, I, I could go <laughs> to talk through it. I could go, uh, yeah, process through it. But she was so lovely about it. I think that kind of made it better. But that is my all time, like, I immediately the next day might even been that night was texting my friends. Like you will not believe what I did. I, it was just like, how, how I know that just that twisted moment where just that split it should have never gone that way. Yeah. Why couldn't the wine, wine glass fall into the table, not over down the table into a purse? Like why, why couldn't I not be that lucky? But yeah. I'm not. And that's why we're on this lovely podcast together. Yeah. And you know what that means we need and I don't know why they don't have it at every restaurant we need like purse situation I don't like to sit my purses on the floor I'm not a fan and if I paid forty thousand dollars I don't think I'd be sitting on the floor no I need a chair I need a purse chair I prefer a purse chair when people bring that like coat rack thing over Mm -hmm. to I feel like embarrassed almost like oh my gosh like I don't need I'm not that high maintenance I don't need that but I think if I spent that much money on a purse I'd need a purse rack. I need a purse rack. Mm -hmm. Have y'all ever been in a situation where you've done something like that and the people aren't as gracious as Ashley, where they're just so mean and irate and don't speak to you? Think, but at the same time, that's like a good test of are they decent people or not? Yeah. You know, nobody means to do things like that. So, you know, yeah, it's a terrifying feeling for sure. Well, I can say I've never done that before. So <sighs> good. I hope it stays that way. <laughs> you own the record on this nice. one. Oh gosh. Okay. Well now let's hear from our very special guest. We hear from her on all of our episodes. 
uh, when she brings us the twisted drink of the week, but we're glad to have her here as our special guest. Mel, why don't you tell us about yourself, about your people, and then of course, we're all waiting to hear your most embarrassing moment. So my name is Mel, and I am married to a wonderful man named Andy Marcy. We have two absolutely delightful daughters, Millie and Eggie, whose real name is Eleanor. And we live, um, we're actually very close living to Rachel. And I grew up in the area that we live or where we live. And it's wonderful. It's a good experience. I'm happy to raise children there. But as my life has progressed, I have had a, a series of interesting moments. And the most embarrassing moment of my life, not only as just a woman, but as a mother, happened Easter last year. My children were sleeping in our bed. Andy was out with the neighbors doing a driveway happy hour. I joined them and had one too many chin rickies. <laughs> Meanwhile, my husband had one too many... I think he was also drinking gin, but I don't remember which one he was having. I think it was a gin fizz. And he at least had the wherewithal to go lay out the Easter eggs in the backyard before he crumbled into a mess into our bed where our children were sleeping. I ended up sleeping in our daughter Eleanor's room naked because it's hot because I was drunk and I was laying in her bed. And next thing I know, I... I'm assuming my fanny was just bare to the world. Next thing I know, I hear this tremendous on my fanny. And Millie goes, happy Easter, mommy. And I was like, oh God. And then I had to go try to find clothes to go put on and go out the backyard and fill my children with Easter eggs. Because Andy's like, God bless you better have taken video. And I'm like, I did. So desperately trying to make sure I'm not shown in any way, shape, or form as my children are like, the Easter Bunny was here, all the things. And I had to pull my ass together for Easter. Literally. It was not my finest moment. And I distinctly remember sending a Marco Polo to Rachel the next day saying, this is what happened to me. <laughs> I have officially worn or won the award of wife of the year and mother of the year. And Andy and I were hung over as shit that entire Easter. And it was the, a rough Easter. It was a rough <laughs> Easter. And I don't remember exactly what we, he and I had planned to do because it was in the middle of COVID. So I had no idea if we were planning. Oh, this is recent. Yeah. Recent. Oh yeah. This is last year. I'm trying to remember if we had anything really planned because traditionally with Easter, we have my mother over, but I don't think we had anything planned necessarily. And I was so thankful. Oh, and I was God. sitting there thinking to myself, the hell am I going to throw together today? It was not my finest moment. And we spent the rest of the day hungover and sad. Well, I mean, it, it happens. You know? At least they didn't you know. just get like the Sharpie markers out and start drawing on your butt right. or something. Making like little emoji <laughs> oh, faces whole, on oh, your butt. Hilarious. Oh no. I, that's happened to someone I know before. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Two smiley face on their butt with the Sharpie. No, they just full on good gamed me in bed while I was sleeping. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. And, you know, I mean, thank God my kids are really good sports. They had no idea that mom was three seats to the wind the night before. <laughs> nice. I mean, I, th there are times where I sleep on the floor of their bathroom because I think maybe, just maybe I might vomit. 
And I'd rather be there and be ready because in my room, I'd have to walk all the way around my bed and all the things. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you more often than not, and it doesn't happen all the time. It maybe, maybe once or twice a year, Andy will walk in and go, I'm bringing you a pillow because you're snoring real loud. That's very sweet. I mean, they broke the mold when it came to Andy Marcy and he has dealt with a lot of it. Did this... Is this new and you've started noticing this more when you're old? I mean, like, obviously when we get older, we have children and we can do that in their beds, right? Or is this something that... The feeling so bad? The feeling so bad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were definitely times in my youth that I drank too much, but it was like few and far between. It's like your body just processes it different and it doesn't hurt your body so much. My joints ache the next day if I've had too much to drink. Well, I can, I can absolutely attest to that because yes, I feel exactly the same way. And you know, the days where I can just take a a steroid the night before and know that I won't be hung over the next day or gone. And now it's like, I'm feeling it so, so bad. And I don't drink all that much to get to that state, but it's, um, it is interesting when that next day you're just like, why? Why did I do that? Why am I here? Why did this happen? Well, I've had a couple of moments recently that definitely caught up to me. And like you said, like a parent wife fail um, because you didn't pay attention to how much you were drinking. This literally happened. What? Let, let's see what stage it falls in. Okay. Let me give you a mail the stages. Okay. And I'll share some of my stories. So stage one. And if you make a sixth or seventh stage, we can do that. But let's see how it falls in. Okay, so stage one of drunkenness is this is when you suddenly become an expert on every subject in the known universe. Oh, that's that definitely the one the story I'm gonna tell because Mel and I stayed up till 4:30 drinking and talking. Mm -hmm. We solved all the world's problems for sure. We didn't even know what time it was. So yeah, we got that stuff. Okay. And of course, the person you're talking to is very wrong. No, no, I don't think we ever get there. Not Mm -hmm. you guys, but what about if you're drinking with others? If you're not drinking with Mel or Rachel? It depends on the person. Because like, I just really don't, at this point in my life, don't want to be around angry drunks or like, you know, combative. Agreed. You know, that want to get mad at each other drunk. So no, no, it doesn't happen very frequently. Okay. What about attractive? This is stage two attractive this is you think you're attractive yeah this is when you realize that you are the most attractive person in the entire bar Mm. and that everyone fancies fancies you I think I'm too old for that (laughs) I definitely remember feeling like that when I was younger like man I own this place right now yeah that doesn't happen anymore yeah it says (laughs) bear in mind that you are still the smartest person so you can talk to any person about any subject under the sun oh yeah i do get chatty i'll talk to strangers yes and like share my life story and become besties yes there's a whole lot of yes there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of talking yeah. yeah um what about this stage three you're suddenly rich this is when you suddenly become the richest person in the pub oh yeah you can make bets at this stage because of the course you are still so smart, smart naturally you will always win anyway it doesn't matter how much you bet because you are rich you will also buy drinks for everyone in the knowledge that you clearly are the most attractive person present wow yeah um i don't know that i've ever gotten there i've dropped shots 
Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. We're like, oh, I need to buy that. I'm getting that for myself. We used to go to, um, with my brother, all the soldiers, we would go to Austin to 6th Street and there was a, maybe it was called the Pete's Dueling Piano Bar. That was my nemesis <laughs> because I would spend so much money in that bar uh, to get them to play the Aggie fight uh, song over the UT fight nice. song. And you know, I'm competitive and I have You're like, to I don't care how much it costs. Yeah. The most I ever paid to get the Aggie fight song played was $400. That's not holy guacamole. They probably saw you coming in and they're like that girl, get her a seat. Yeah. Well, I did it at Pete's, you know, when we went recently for your 40th yep. birthday, but all that cost me was 20 bucks. <laughs> I was, which I still feel like is way too much for a song. But, so yeah. I clearly was the richest person yeah. in the room that night with my $20. I'll make this happen. This is happening. I love it. So That's good. So funny. Okay. Let me look at the next one. There are a bunch of different ones of these. So we might talk through a couple. Okay. Here's this one. Uh, you're invincible stage four challenge accepted. You are now ready to pick fights. This is an us, mm -hmm. right? With anyone and everyone. This is, this is on drunk and young stuff. Yeah. Is this drunk and old and male? you think? Mm, I don't or know. Maybe. I guess it depends a young on the thing, guy. Right? I think it's a young people Yeah, thing. young guy thing. Okay. What about um, the final stage um, on this list um, is ninja. Oh, you become a ninja? At this point, you can do anything because you are a ninja. You, you mean like catch the bowl of syrup that I spilled all over your syrup. kitchen midair? Dance on the table. Uh, you can also smell get naked <laughs> perfect <laughs> or sleep on the floor for no reason well shoot well i guess that's me yeah she just escalated i just i those. mean it's like it's like <laughs> none of the other things were applicable <laughs> until that yeah uh, but i was like oh yeah you were naked. All, also inv invisible <laughs> to the people <laughs> you can walk through the street singing because no one can see you or hear you and because nobody can arrest a ninja <laughs> so that is funny um highly accurate i y'all y'all know we go to vegas a lot but a couple years ago we went down to fremont street and if you're not if you go to vegas it's really a fun thing to do to just take a night and go to fremont street well, recently, you know how like the memories come up in your photos? Oh, man. Well, Maria and I had went to Fremont and Nelson and Louise were like gambling or doing different things. And Maria and I found this bar called the D bar. And she and I were drinking screwdrivers like they were going out of style, like literally. <laughs> and then we were rich. So we were tipping the bartenders. Starting so they stages. were putting any. Yeah, we were getting in the stages. But recently in my photos, it came up. It was a video. Oh, no. And I have no recollection of this video oh, still, God. but what's funny about it is not a video of me. It's a video of me taping this guy dancing oh, I and do that, yeah. all along, I think he doesn't see me taping him. Okay. So I'm watching this and I think I'm like behind people taping him. And as I'm watching the video, I'm like, I was invisible. <laughs> <laughs> he knew I was yeah, taking him totally knew because at the end of the video he waved at me and I'm like oh Dead. my god I'm never drinking screw <laughs> this I just saw this video a couple uh, days ago and then I saw this and I'm like oh yeah I thought I was completely invisible oh I'll look back at stuff and think you know oh my gosh during that moment I just thought I looked so good 
And then you look back and you're like, why was half my face sagging? You know, (laughs) I had the drunk eye and my hair is all a disheveled mess. Sad. You know, there's a reason Andy, Marcy and I don't do bars or any of those things. First and foremost, because I make cocktails and mine are far better than I go other places. But um, no, because I I know my limit. And I do that to myself enough. So here's another one. It says uh, five stages of being beer drunk. Oh, because I feel like I feel like there's a difference. I, I, I think it's different. Beer yeah. hits different. Um, so here are the five stages of being bear drunk. Let's see how many guys get on on this stage. Um, the first stage is I'm just having one. Oh yeah, yeah, I've had those days for sure. With beer, yeah, with yeah. beer or anything, but yeah. What's your beer of choice? Uh I like what I like. Franz Franz I think it's the name of one. Um, I love Chimay. Um, you with the fancy beers. It's a, I guess it's considered a wit beer, but it, you know, or a wheat beer. A lot of people mm-hmm. though will think it's like, they'll say like, oh, you like blue moon then? No, it's not the same. Mm. Now, do you, did y'all drink beer more as young people than you did old people? So Mel, you never did beer. I really, I mean, bear in mind, my family's from Wisconsin and I could pour a perfect beer when I was probably six. Mm. Um, it was never anything I ever really was interested in. The smell is interesting, but I wasn't a fan of the flavor. You don't have mm. a big taste for it. I really yeah. don't. I mean, it's, I would say that if I really were to drink any beer, it would probably be a lining kugels mm. only because it's brewed up where I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's maybe more nostalgia than anything else, but I really typically don't go toward beer. Okay. Before I started drinking vodka, I drank Bud Light. That's the only mm-hmm. beer mm-hmm. I would drink. And we even went to a bar one time in Austin and it had like 675 different beers from all over the world on it. And I looked and there was no Bud Light. <laughs> and the bartender came over. He's like, do you know what you want? I'm like, well, do you have any Bud Light? And he's like, no, this is like 675, like world Drink beers. a decent beer. And so he, I'm like, okay, let me look. And then he comes back and I go, which one of these tastes like Bud Light? <laughs> and he was like, you're impossible. So, but he gave, he gave, recommended a beer from uh turkey or something like yeah. that and it, it tasted like Bud Light um so fast forward a bunch of years to now I'm old and I haven't really drinking Bud Light because I just mostly just drink vodka but this second stage happened to me literally like a week ago we were in Vegas and I had drinking a lot of vodka and we were at like a barbecue place and I'm like I'm gonna get yeah it goes with a beer but I got the stage two. This is the first time ever. And I thought I was going to die. Uh-oh. The belly bubbles. Oh, yeah. Oh. Beer definitely does that to me. And it makes you feel real like full and bloated. Why did that never happen before when I was Cause you're old? Because you're old. But I made it through like half the beer and they didn't know the, the folks we were They didn't know I was dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My stomach was hurting Rolling. so bad. So I only ended up drinking about half of it. And they're like, you're not going to finish your beer. And I'm like, eh, I'm just not doing it. Do you want me to poop my pants? No, it was that I was going to like, I was going to like hot air balloon out of there. Yeah. (laughs) If I kept drinking the beer, I was going to be, they were going to need to tie me down. I love it. Oh my gosh. So funny. Oh, Rachel, this one I know for sure is you, because you do this without beer. I do this without beer. Mel will be interested to hear. Talking with an accent. Oh, so in my head, pretty much that my self-talk always has an accent. And that kind of started like wait, what? Yeah, my inner my inner self talks with an accent. Yes. It happened years ago. Whoa. Wait, what accent? I'm sorry. It's a British accent. British. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hanging out with my friend Esther. And um, we would drive from College Station into Austin and hang out and 
go out to bars and stuff. And, um, you know, she's from London with this beautiful, gorgeous accent and something happened. Like I just started talking to myself with her voice and her accent, which just always kind of stuck. How does it sound when it leaves your brain and it comes out my mouth yeah. nothing like it did in my head okay give us give us a try <laughs> no. read something <laughs> no one to say <laughs> no oh, we were talking about that game utter nonsense it's like that accent game i can't because nothing comes out I'm of my horrible mouth horrible at accents kyle is amazing but yeah you know who has pretty naturally good accent and i know she'll be able to do this for us is amel because she's from wisconsin so you're talking about your inner dialogue mm -hmm. My inner dialogue is my mother. Okay. And I, you know, I would love to tell you on the surface that I am nothing like Jackie. It's inaccurate. I probably am. But my inner dialogue is her voice. I love it. Oh, Missy, you should not go there. That is so bad. <laughs> my brother and I, and I just, it's just a quick segue. My brother and I, we had to go to Wisconsin for my dad's memorial. And neither one of us really wanted to do this. We were with our, with our spouses. We get on the plane. Jimmy's already like, I need like vodka, please. Like he's already like, this is the most, you know, he's I mean, we were dreaded it the whole time. And I mean, I was, you know, crying weeks up to it. We get on the plane. We're both really frazzled. Andy's like, it's going to be okay. And Mara, his beautiful wife is like, and I just look over at Jimmy and I go, oh, hey, here's a birth bag. If you have too many of those vodkas, Jimmy, you can have a birth bag. <laughs> And it literally set the entire tone of that trip, which was horrible for us both. But all I did was talk like our mother. Gave you a good the thing whole to giggle about. Time. Yeah. Every time I do something really stupid, I sit there and I think to myself, oh crap, that was so wrong. Why did I do that? Oh Lord. It's so good. And I can't help it. And I love that woman so much, but I do it to her face. Well, you I thought the first time I met you, I thought you were joking. No. Because it's so distinct. Then I met your mom. I'm like, that's exactly what she sounds like. Yes. Now, did you grow up in Wisconsin or have you been in te Texas most of your life? I've been or? in Texas most of my life. They moved when I was two. Now, bear in mind, my father doesn't really, or he didn't, he didn't really have that accent. He, we actually have the same cadence in our voice. Just his was like a large, deep voice man. But um, no, I... It, I, we went to Wisconsin for all of our summers of our lives. You know, we were out of school. My mother would ship us up to Wisconsin. And so I grew up around the accent. And, you know, of course, I don't really think I have one. No, only when you try or when you do. Yeah. yeah. But I will tell you that I sound like this and I would be up there and people would be like, where are you from, Texas? I'm like, <laughs> I do not have a draw. <laughs> it's just not a thing I have, but my gosh, I can launch right they the heck it. into their accent. It's so good. Speaking of launching into other people's accents, I have to be really careful when I am with people that have an accent because <clears throat> I start mimicking it. Do you? Yes. And it's embarrassing. Why? Like when we have our, our, our Frenchie Christo, he was here and then his mom and sister came and we met him in Arizona. I started talking like them in their their English French accent, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you, Reba? Stop it! Like, stop You're it! You're just mimicking what you it. hear." But why do I? I don't want to do that. Do you do it? I do. Yeah. I have a real hard time with that because it's just it's just something I do. I have a dear friend that lives in Boston, and for a long time, I would go up there and spend New Year's with her, 
and pretty much go get my, my winter from her because obviously you don't have that in Texas. Mm -hmm. I would sound like people from Boston. Yeah. Boston, I pick up really easily. And then I have a, a great friend. Her name is April and she's from New Jersey and I was doing yeah. coffee and yeah, but you do like that with her. people's laughs since we were children. I do. If you were around somebody with a distinct laugh, you would start to pick up their laugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine me it. when I've had a few and I'm in a bar. That's why I can't be alone. Emer was it Emerson or Everly was doing it for a little bit? And I texted you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you did. One of my girls were, were picking up other people's laughs. Yeah. Now for this next one, I want to hear each of y'all's stories because I know, I know this has uh -oh. happened and not just beer drunk, any drunk, the get your shit together, bathroom mirror prep pep talk. That's constant drunk or not drunk. <laughs> constant. Get your shit together. Come on. Oh, what's a recent example? Um, you know one. Yes. Oh. The story I was going to share with y'all about my worst stinking mother fail. Oh, tell us. Actually, it's happened more than once, which is just like maybe I need an intervention or something. Ashley. Yeah. AuraMD.com. I actually have an appointment with them tomorrow at 11 <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> so, you know, my daughter's seven and we're in the phase of life where we're losing tea. And, you know, it's a very exciting thing. And it's just fun to watch your kids just, you know, be excited about those things and enjoy getting the money from the Easter bunny and all that. So, Ems had lost her tooth and we were at Mel's when it happened. So we put it in a baggie. Kyle takes the girls home. That's the night Mel and I decided to stay up till 4.30 like we were young or something. But we had discussed she wanted to sleep in our room and we you know, usually let her do that once or so on the weekend. Usually she sleeps on an air mattress or makes a pallet or whatever. But Kyle was late, so he put her in bed with him. But we had discussed before he left putting the tooth fairy pillow that you took your tooth in in her room so that I didn't have to go in and like try to pull it out from underneath the pillow she was laying on. It was just there and ready, right? And she'd also written a note to ask her tooth fairy what its name was because my lovely friend here has named her tooth fairy and Emerson just loves that. The full name for Mel's tooth fairy is Vagina Jones, but she refers to it <laughs> as V Jones. It's V Jones. So funny to watch these kids go, V Jones is going to visit me tonight. <laughs> so, you know, so I was like, oh, I, I want to know what my tooth fairy's name is. So she write, draw, right before she leaves Mel's house, she like writes the sentence out to, you know, what is your name? She'll draw a little picture of herself or whatever. So they go home, they put this note and the pillow with the tooth in it on Emerson's nightstand in her bedroom. She goes and gets in bed with dad in our bedroom. But here I come rolling in at 4.30 in the morning like an idiot. Totally forgot totally forgot but my husband was so quick on his toes maybe because I've done this before this is not my first time and I did have a stern talking to like myself like Rachel come on but I so I go in I mean which why he didn't just put the money I don't know anyway I come in totally forget about it get in bed the next morning she gets up and I'm like oh I'm dead she gets up and first thing she does run into her room to go see how much money she got and you know what the tooth fairy's name was and all of a sudden, Kyle and I both are laying in bed and he goes, oh my God, did you do, do the tooth fairy? And I was like, I didn't. He, he jumps up so fast, goes and grabs some money and sticks it under the pillow in our bedroom real quick while she was in her bedroom. My brain was not <laughs> in gear. Um, so she comes in there, eventually finds it or whatever. And she's like, I guess, I guess the, oh, she blamed it on me. She said, I guess the tooth fairy, when she was going to my room to get everything and she heard you come in late, 
calling me out, heard you come in late and you scared her. So she just put it in here. I'm like, yep, that's what happened. That's, that's what happened. So we said, leave the note out and leave the tooth, you know, maybe she'll come pick it all up the next day, which she did. And her tooth fairy's name is Stella because Kyle quickly came up with, you know, I was like, do I go in there and try to write on the note? Like, what do I do? What do I, well, yeah, we didn't even discuss the name. And I would have tried to be a little <laughs> funnier than Stella, but Stella's great. She loved the name. Everybody's happy. But I felt like such a jackass. Mm. So I had that talk with myself, you know, like trying to pull myself together that morning. Like, seriously, get your priorities straight, woman. Like, come on. What about you, Mel? Do you have a pep talk in the mirror? So I have dynamic children, right? One of them is myself. I've pretty much given birth to myself. And she is very, very good at telling me when I've done something incorrect or, but in the nicest way possible. She's like, well, mom, you may have missed the mark there, but it'll get better. You'll do fine. Better look next time. Um, I can't really think of a very, of a moment where I've really, really like, failed so hard aside from Easter. And I, I mean, I distinctly remember, I forgot something for her and I don't remember what it was. I don't remember the semantics, but I just remember going to the bathroom going, Oh my freaking God, what in the world is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. How, how? And then she's just like, you're okay. You're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Aww. It's okay to forget. And I'm like, oh, you are so much better of a person than I will ever be. So what's yours? My pep talks usually happen. You guys are going to know this. Actually, while I'm at the establishment that I'm drinking at, because I go to the girls club part of the bar, Mm -hmm. the bathroom, there's a whole situation in life and um, different kind of buzz happening in the bathroom. Yeah. And so usually either in the bathroom stall while I'm peeing for like the 700th time, (laughs) I'm talking to myself and I'm going you know, okay, you got this. Don't drink anymore. Don't, you know, right. like, oh. and then I'll go to the bathroom and I'm washing my hands and I'm looking at my face and I don't look the same. <laughs> so I normally like, y'all have that feeling. Do you know what I'm talking about? My right yes. eye gets smaller yeah. and like droopy, just my right eye. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going, girl, you got this. You got this. Just pull it together. You you know, we're going to be leaving soon. You got this. You can walk straight. It's gotten worse since I've gotten older in mm-hmm. that the not being able to walk straight happens a lot quicker um, than it did. Uh, But what I love about it is recently when I went uh, to a bar and I was in the bathroom, there's that whole vibe going on in there. There's girls puking. There's other girls holding their hair. Stall doors are open. You know, it's just like that takes on a whole different like genre in life and everyone loves everybody and everybody wants to help everybody. I love that. Cause I'm in a stall peeing and I don't need anything, but they're really wasted. These young girls in there and they're like, ma'am, do you need toilet paper? I just wanted to be helpful in some way. No, I, I got toilet paper. Are you sure you're okay? And I'm like, damn, I'm just peeing. It's not even like <laughs> it's not even like I'm blowing the place up. They wanted you to join the, the party. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I go, are you okay? Do you need toilet paper? No, no, no. We just wanted to make sure you were okay. So then I thought, are they doing this because I'm old? <laughs> like trying to help the old lady help the whole old handicapped lady. Meanwhile, Aww. they're all like laid out on the floor. <laughs> They needed the help. And then one girl's just standing over by the dryer 
like she's the she's the mom uh, and she, all of them to... she knows no one nice. in the bathroom but she's i maybe that's just what she does is kind of to like mom people and some those girls needing help yeah. they they need a pep talk yeah. um, for themselves so i came out of the bathroom and uh or came out of the stall and they were like are you sure you're okay and i'm like yes I'm i don't girl. have a walker i don't have a cane i'm fine right um, so it was a really sweet and endearing experience. Let's do a speed round real quick. Okay. Of the last list that I have of the 10 stages of drunkenness. And if y'all have a story to share, I uh, will hear it. <clears throat> the first one, witty and charming. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think I'm like that without drinking, but <sighs> it's like become even more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, rich and powerful. We already know this for me. Yes. I am rich. I am powerful. Yeah. I'll get like where I want to like pick up the tab for friends or you know that kind of stuff. Do you have regrets the next day sometimes? Every now and then. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh that was a oh a big one. Uh, um benevolent. Yes. Absolutely. Like, you said that. Yes, you even... saw the world's problem. That's right. Oh yeah. yeah. Clairvoyant. Oh yeah. Yeah. You I mean think you know what's happening and you just I mean it's amplified once you're drinking, oh, certainly. Sure. You know, you're <laughs> you're you really think you know it. What about screw dinner? Oh, I've done that time or two. God bless that never turns out well. Did it does that gotten worse when you're getting older? Yes. You have to yes. Like definitely yes. patriotic. You become more patriotic. I mean, I think any all emotions are heightened. So Agreed. You know. I like to read the room. Depending on the bar, I can become very patriotic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, other times I'm like, I'm just gonna sit in the corner by myself. Yeah. I'm just gonna be here. This next one I don't understand. And maybe y'all will because y'all are more well-rounded than I am crank up the Enola gay I don't even know what that means well the Enola gay was the one that dropped the bomb and I, I know why what does that even mean is that a song I thought it was a song well I think there is a song called Enola gay and then I looked it up and I was like bomb I wasn't didn't see that coming crank up the bomb I mean, maybe it's weird and- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> then I'm so I mean, I get what you're saying with the bomb there. Or but like, were you we were gonna drop a bomb in a like? Oh, I mean, tell some something that. Oh, or you're speaking your truth. Yeah, you know. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't get that you know, one. Mic drop and. Okay, how about this one? Witty and charming part two. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, uh, everybody's bestie. Like, you know, I want to be friends with you. Let's, let's get together. You know, all that good stuff. Um, invisible. We know me. I think no one sees me. I mean, I really try to be invisible, but I'm really, really yeah, bad at it. I think I've always, I've just accepted in general, I'm not invisible mainly because I'm just like a bull in a china shop kind of yes. sober or not, but I honestly don't really go out that much. So like we like have drinks at home or same environment. Yeah. Is so, yeah. Yeah. But you know, even, even though you think you're being so quiet and all the things oh. you literally sound like you're beating the wall. He had me feeling so self-conscious and I recently told him, like, I like went off on him and he's just shaking his head at me. Like if I, if I come in or something from like your house or wherever, um, like if I go to like supper club and come in and there it's late and they're all asleep and I think I'm being quiet as a mouse, but obviously I'm slamming doors, yes. and like all sorts of stuff. And Kyle's like, you're so loud. <laughs> I, I too have had the mm-hmm. same talk with my ninja husband. Cause that man's legit a ninja. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I never oh, hear him. God. And there's me. And he's like, do you realize you were slamming counter? Like, yeah, that's the thing. thing. Like, what? No, Have y'all seen that TikTok where it's like the microwave at 6 p.m. and it makes no sound? Yep. The microwave at 2 a.m. You're like, why are you so loud? I mean, for why real. Why are you so loud? Sure. The last one is bulletproof. <sighs> I can feel a little of that. Yeah. I, I, less and less as I get older, for sure. But yeah, I just think cool I have my stuff together nothing can happen to me mm-hmm. you know that's we know that I'm very accident prone so that would always be part of my pep talk in the bathroom when I know I've had a little too much to go no don't even try it you will be injured someone else will be injured right. don't try to be cute don't mm-hmm. try to be adventurous don't try to do tricks well I did something really stupid uh, I just remembered just recently we were with our friends Alex and Ashley Kyle's business partner and his wife we were at a soft opening of a barbershop. Anyway, we we're at the soft opening. We'd had tons of drinks. We had drinks before we had drinks there. Uh, we go back to Alex and Ashley's house where we were staying that night. And I was getting out of the car and I'm wearing, and I'm not like, I, you know, I just don't dress up or do, do anything anymore. And I'll hardly ever wear any sort of heel, but I get out of the car. Of course, I'm thinking I'm, you know, cool and cute. Cause I actually put on something other than stretch pants, get out of the car wearing my big wedges and literally run my foot rolls off of my wedge. I hit the ground. It's been raining in Houston, like monsoon every day. The ground is wet and muddy. So I get my leg and my dress all dirty. My shoe was full of mud, but I had ripped when my foot fell off that, that wedge, it ripped the sole and the straps off. Yes. Yes. Why does this have to happen? I don't know. But at this point in my life, it's sadly, I just, you just laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just who I am. Can I help you out? Oh, you know what? I was, I had ridden with a friend of ours and it was, okay. so she did. Yeah. But then I go into Alex and Ashley's gorgeous home and it's like white marble floors. And here I am dragging this muddy <laughs> shoe in two parts, like trying to, and I just go take my shoes off. Like, and they keep asking you back. I mean, I know you just you you essentially destroy your purse and then you mud up their floor yes I mean that must be a whole lot of love I wouldn't be friends with me at this point I mean but yeah so those shoes are a goner and I was not cool so did you at least you brought other shoes I did yeah well and I just walked around barefooted because a few other people had come back and we just hung out so I just we were staying the night so at least you didn't have to go home barefooted that would have been like or like leave a bar barefoot or with one shoe, oh, that would be awful. That would be horrendous. But it was my favorite pair of wedges. So I still have it thinking I'm going to take it to the shoe hospital. So we'll see. Aww. Mm. Well, those are all the different lists that I found out there when uh, when we were doing research. Rachel, what other funny drunken old stories do you have to share with us? Well, what, what kind of got this started is I, I texted Reba one evening after leaving Mel's. <laughs> And I'm texting a common theme. Well, I mean, I spend most of my time with you. So um, I had left Mel's house and had gone home and I am very, very big on washing my face. Mm. And I, as a kid would, you know, wear two and three layers of my eye makeup, just keep reapplying and never wash it off. I cannot stand to sleep with my makeup on now. I hate it. And I can tell a difference in my skin and you know, I try to keep like makeup wipes around for those moments. I don't want to use a makeup wipe on a consistent basis, but I found this line of products I really love. And so I thought, oh my God, I really just want to crawl, crawl into bed. 
So I sat there having this conversation with myself in the mirror, and then I started texting Reba about it because I just thought maybe other people feel these things too. In my four or five step face cleaning regimen, how many do I really need tonight? Like, how can I pare this down because I am too drunk, but I can't not do it. I'm too old to like skip out on this on a frequent basis. So I'm like, how much do I really need? So, you know, there's my drunk face wash and there's my normal face wash. So <laughs> that's how this got started. Um, one of the other things I do is I have like the best intentions when I'm drinking. Like I want to plan all sorts of things with everybody and all this stuff. And I'm like, woo, we're going to do blah, blah, blah. Even plan things for the next day. <laughs> knowing full well I'm not going to feel good I'm not going to want to do anything and it's like no it'll be great let's do it and the next year like oh my god I hate myself forget what, what I played did I get myself sure. into and you obligated yourself into that. all these things mm -hmm. yeah oh god yeah. but I really did feel it deeply in my heart I meant it I really did you know when I'm with you I love to watch you do that I'm watching <laughs> her and I'm like this is the best part of drinking with Rachel is she's planning putting on a show <laughs> that's so funny any other funny yeah so I just made a few notes um so when you when you come in after having some drinks or whatever a I have drunk energy which like I just feel like woo, I can get all things done like come on what can we get done so I try to harness that power for good not evil and so I'll come in and like my sweet husband will be asleep and the kids are asleep and I come in and I'm like okay there's dishes you know, how, how messy is this place? What am I going to want to deal with tomorrow? If I don't feel good, maybe I'll just use my drunk energy and knock it out right now. So in the morning I can just not deal with it and recover, you know? So that's one thing that I think, you know, always have that inner and conversation. Why are loud and cows like, Probably. like why are you cleaning out the fridge at 2 a.m.? <laughs> that's ridiculous. But you know, like, I'm, you don't want to squander it. I know. That's right. You yeah. it. And also, too, if you can, if you can stave off and come down from drunk slow. Yes. It really so does. So right. I mean, it really does make a difference. I mean, right. there are many times where I just, as I said earlier, I will legit just go head to the bathroom and sleep on the floor, thinking if it does happen, at least I'm prepared. You taught me something really awesome. <laughs> so my first thing when I hit a certain point is just to go to bed. Yeah. But you taught me. Don't go to bed, stay up, let it, let, let it wear off, drink yeah. some water and stuff, let it wear off and then go to bed. Yes. That works great. Yes. Cause I have found that if I try to, if I am at a certain point and it's not that the room's spinning, but if I feel like the, the, I'm at a certain point, it's just easier to stay up and just let yourself come down slow uh -huh. than try to lay down and be like, that was a bad decision. But you sleep better too. If you, you do. do that. Cause I, even though you like pass out and you snore, like a freaking beast it's not good sleep like no it's not it doesn't recoup your body you don't feel like you really slept well no and that didn't happen to me until I was older oh I absolutely go to sleep and wake up like raring to go the next day when I was younger yeah I started where th this happened in Las Vegas also where when we had gone that night to the D bar and I apparently had just way too much that night when we got to the hotel room just like the whole bed was spinning and Nelson's like just sleep with one foot on the floor which helped and yeah, because it stops the ring from spinning, mm -hmm. which I'm not really sure how my leg reached the floor because you saw the But my foot was on the floor. Like yes. I remember this happened, but how? Like if you think of the logistics of it. 
You have a JoGo gadget leg when you're drunk. <laughs> I mean, obviously you're, you're in the delusional stages there. And so we too, I guess I played a bunch of stuff for the next day yeah. with people. And so I make it to breakfast and I told Nelson, I can't like, I cannot do anything. Else. I'm I just dead. don't feel well. I'm just going to go back to the room for a second. Yeah. Five hours later, yep. <laughs> I come out, and that had never happened to me before. Really? But I think it was the first time That's I was drunk and old. Yeah. This was about 10 years ago. I had reached the you can't do this anymore. And I literally felt the worst I've ever felt in my life that's, that's, that day. So I I the that. I'm riding the escalator like, oh, oh my God, what am I doing? Well, when we went on a, my trip for my 40th birthday to um, Florida, we were in Key West on the day I turned 40. So of course we stayed out entirely too late, had entirely too many drinks. And the next day, and it's so hot, which I'm from Houston. So you'd think like my body would be acclimated to, but I don't think it's a possibility. It was so hot and it was so humid. And our friends and Kyle wanted to like go walk around and hit a few more stores. And I was like, you guys go live your best life. We had, we went and ate, which, you know, you got to do and soak up all that alcohol. So we went and ate. And then I just went and got in the car and turned the cool air on and hung out in the car. I was like, you guys take your time, walk around. I cannot do this hot, humid weather while I'm recuperating. So, yeah. Any other? So I was at my neighbor's house down the road. Hi, Candace. We got to get her on here one day. Um, yeah. She's so stinking funny and adorable. But I was at her house this week. We were visiting, catching up because we haven't seen each other in forever. And I was telling her I was coming up here this weekend to do some recording. I told her what the episode was about. And she said, oh my gosh, I just had an I'm drunk and old moment. Like, and I said, please, can I share it? Because it's so good. So I think she was harnessing her drunk powers and trying to use them for good. So she was ordering groceries. Superhero. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you know, I'll try to use this. And so she ordered groceries to be delivered the next morning. But I guess, you know how things just don't work, especially your phone or stuff when you're drunk. So I guess she thought she had put the order in and placed the order. And then she couldn't tell if she did. So she reordered. So the next morning, there's two full grocery orders, double. Double everything. She had placed it twice. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So I thought that was so funny. I'm like, I'm so impressed that that's never happened to me. So. I wonder how many people that has happened to and why the grocery store doesn't have measures in place. Yeah. Like this seems weird. Same name, same order. Address. Uh-huh. Like twice. Yeah. Oh, she Candace, said, that damn grocery store. Oh, they screwed her. But yeah. she said, but I have a lot of apples. Would you like some apples? <laughs> she was like trying to get all the kids here. Have an apple, have an apple. That would have never happened to her when she was younger because she's not ordering groceries. No, you yeah. try. Yeah, exactly. Do that. that is so funny. I know it's too good. I only do things like that, like um, in that euphoria after a migraine is I will go and I love spend your, yeah. a lot of money. So I have to tell that as a twisted PSA. So good. Well, Mel, uh, any other embarrassing I'm drunk in old stories that you'd like to share with us before we hear the twisted, the very important twisted PSA of the week. I don't know if either of you do this, but do you ever just put things in your Amazon cart? Just, mm-hmm. just, oh yeah, save for, it for a, later. Save it for That's later good. or whatever. Yeah. Well, last year I got pretty inebriated. I bought the whole cart. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was oh. a good, it was a good five hundred dollars worth of crap and I mean it wasn't it I mean it really wasn't things that I wasn't you know things I was on the fence about because you know sometimes you leave it in the car and you just watch the the price fluctuate Mm -hmm. yeah 
Next thing I know, Andy's like, why in the hell are all these Amazon boxes coming? And I just, I just said, you know, honey, they were just really good deals. I didn't have the heart to tell him, babe, I got drunk and I ordered my whole cart. Hey, he's very honest. He, he isn't drunk and buys art. So Andy collects Japanese woodblock prints and we have them all throughout our house. We're going to have to buy another house at some point just for his damn art. And one of the things he loves to say when Rachel's having a bad day, hey, do you want to come over and get drunk and watch me buy art? Yep. <laughs> In. And he's always down for so it. I fun. never say a word because he has his money and I have my money. And then we have our joint money. I and love spending my, uh, somebody else's money when I'm drunk too. That's great. Oh, oh yes, yeah, best. But yeah, so I didn't, I didn't get into too much trouble, obviously, for buying my whole Amazon cart. But what I really enjoy is when Andy goes, I got drunk and bought another big piece of art. It's coming next week. <laughs> I'm like, okay. The good thing with Amazon though, and maybe you couldn't do this because then your secret would have been up is that they accept like that's yes, easily really return. return yes did you return anything i did return some things okay. but i mean the, but honestly i kept the majority of it yeah because why not it's here might it's as here well. might as well but i mean like things like you know sometimes when you online shop obviously you know that some things will tell you how something fits you get it and you're like mm, it doesn't really fit the way i wanted it to or wow god that's too big so yeah i did have to send a few things back but honestly i kept them all for it. i love it i did a lot of drunk and our board shopping during covid when i would like oh, have yeah. a few drinks go to bed you're so bored from like the boring last 800 days that you had and you're laying it was usually with jane on jane and i would just order and order and order it's bad bad news fears well i just i my only big things are during that is i really grew my liquor cabinet <laughs> Oh, Amen. And I drink your liquor cabinet. Well, thank you. <laughs> right now, Rachel, share with us the twisted PSA for the week. Okay. So this is so funny. I'm very glad that my sweet little granny uh, does not listen to podcasts because I'm about to share something that is so stinking funny. So my 93 year old grandmother, who's all of like four and a half feet tall, little tiny thing. She lives with my parents and just recently started uh, living it with them and you know they're trying to help her deal with different aches and pains and things that come along with being 93 years old and my dad had given her um, some cream one time which he gave her biofreeze and I don't know if he just didn't explain to her well enough or she just really didn't understand what biofreeze was I think she thought it was more like asper cream that's like mm -hmm. a thicker cream that like doesn't really have a burn, but that, that aspirin kind of goes into your skin. Well, she up the inside of her leg, kind of in her groin on both sides of her legs is just real tight and hurts real bad. So I think she uses that aspirin cream and she'll like rub it in there and, you know, like on her thigh. Well, I guess she saw the tube of biofreeze that my dad had given her and applies it to her thighs and growing area, thinking it was just a cream. You weren't going to feel it, but you'd get some relief later. But it was biofreeze and if you haven't used biofreeze you immediately feel it it's got that tingly like minty burn Oof. and it gets cool you know yeah. there's a lot of things that happen when you use biofreeze so she lathered herself up good oh my god she set her crotch on fire oh, oh my god she said there's nothing you can do nothing. no she said she she fought she told her herself she told my mom i guess like the next day or so she said you know said i used that cream that your that dentist brought but it wasn't good uh, she you know she said i set my crotch on fire 
She said, it took me forever. I was wiping and wiping and wiping and it wasn't going away. Apparently she tried to wash it off. That, when you get biofreeze wet, it gets worse. So she yeah. was just inflaming the situation. Well, mom, I don't remember if it, if it was mom or her, one of them said, well, that's the most action you've seen in a long time. I think my mom said it. And then Granny goes, and I don't want it. <laughs> so, so just a little PSA for everybody. Be very mindful of where you use biofreeze. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't imagine Nelson um, recently had had a migraine. And so he had on my shoulders and he, we had like that roll on icy mm-hmm. hot and he did that on my neck and I went and laid down and literally I'm like, Oh my God. Building. Oh my Building. God. And he's like, what's wrong? I go literally hot lava <laughs> on my back <laughs> and shoulders. And I'm like, <sighs> Were you, were you hot? I, I wasn't hot. Okay. Cause once you, if you're ever like hot or you use biofreeze or icy hot uh-huh. and you get hot or you sweat, it intensifies. Okay. Yes. Well, I was like, he had literally just dumped hot lava Oh my god! and everything was hot. I'm like, my pillow's on fire. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like literally losing my you mind. There's not what you can do. And so he's really not having it. He's not wanting this to be what's happening after he spent an hour like Trying this to, off. Yeah. yeah, help me. So he's pissed, but in a good way, right? Because yeah, yeah. I'm suffering. And um, so he's like, maybe he could go get in the shower. I'm like, do you think that'll work? And he's like, I don't know. He goes, but try something. And so he goes, but make it a cold shower. He goes, I don't feel like you should turn the heat on. Y'all, I screamed. Then it just runs down into your butt crack. It was the worst decision of my life. Yeah. Oh, and I thought to myself, if I'm standing in the shower, I'm like, why? Are there other people doing this at 1 a.m. in the morning, standing in the cold shower? Praying for the icy hot and with yeah. the cold water hit it, y'all? It's, it's, yeah, it's such a weird reaction. Oh my God. Um, I was putting it on Kyle's back one time. And just because I'm an evil witch, like I could see his little butt crack. And I was like, oh, so I just Rachel. rubbed it on his back and took my finger and just went, Flip! at the top of his butt crack oh my god yeah. well that's what i, I don't know why say. he tolerates me i can't imagine having that in my groin area uh-uh, it was no. just on like my um rough shoulders yeah. if you will and i thought <laughs> i just wanted to die yeah i can't imagine it being in between my legs and try being 93 oh yeah. my god I that was so bad it. it was mom and i were just howling laughing about it when she told me oh my god that's the most i, think I immediately texted you and i said i gotta tell you a story about greenie and biofreeze oh my gosh sorry aunt pauline oh bet she won't do that again no yeah well thank you mel so much for joining us for our full episode of life with a twist podcast and for our signature life with a tit <laughs> life with a tit well I mean, just one just i mean one let's be fair there's six in here so life with a twist drink yes the watermelon gimlet yes all right as always as always darling cheers y'all have a great week we'll see you next episode bye bye, bye. Thank you for tuning in to Life with a Twist podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode on Fridays on all podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and maybe even leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Life with a Twist Pod. We'll see you in the next episode.